Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 145, episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck Rush Limbaugh, fuck Buck Sexton, fuck Ben Shapiro, fuck J.K. Rowling, fuck Tucker Carlson. It's Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. (laughs) My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Don't go chasing QAnon. Please stick to the journalists that have some integrity. I know that you're struggling to make sense of COVID and all, but I think you're twisting the facts. That is courtesy of Malicious Bish. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Yes. Miles Gray, a.k.a. I know you hear me host The Daily Show. True. I know you wish that I was video. True. Because you hear about my skincare regimen. Want to see me glow when Italy is mentioned. Oh. He's a host. He walks out where he speaks. Got a spicy take every day of the week. Oh. It's true. I like to talk about the news. But I also like impersonating Russian Alex, too. Hell yeah. So <laughs> shout out to Timmy uh, <laughs> Donut. Uh, Christy Yamaguchi made himself for that great uh, shout out to Lil C's. You know, he really didn't get his shine. He was B.I.G.'s cousin, but a lot of people don't realize he had a lot to do with Junior Mafia Hills. Yeah. No. True. That's true. That, and that was a <laughs> that was a clip from Rush Limbaugh that you that just was, played. Yeah, yeah, the whole he, thing, the AKA. Yeah. He's always been a little C's truther. Um, oh, yeah. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented, Marcella Arguello. Should I do a song? It's me, Marcella, a.k.a. Marcel, you lied. Richard Pryor, Queef Latina, I will make everything right. Woo! Welcome back. I was like, when I was like, okay, Marcella's on, I'm bracing myself for no myth. I gotta get used to that one. <laughs> Thank you. Gotta, you <laughs> gotta you know, bring it's our funny, own myths. All my notes, I don't have it even written down. I don't even entertain. Yeah, it's like you know, it doesn't. It's not real to you. Therefore, it doesn't. It's exist. a myth, right? Um, I busted myth that myth. myth right. That we have to do yes. the myth busters. Okay. I'm getting meta on it. We've already been blessed by a Beyonce impersonation and a Britney. Because uh, you're rocking True. a Britney shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's up with that Britney team? <laughs> It was What's the design funny? exactly? No, I mean, I, I didn't. Like, I, just, I, I guess like Iron Maiden, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. with the slave for you? Okay. Yeah. I remember that performance. Iconic. It's so fun. And don't worry, guys, for those listening, my picture attached to the Daily Zeitgeist uh, promotional links are going to have shirt. that shirt. shirt. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least part of it. It's something my I got ex- on. I got it on Etsy. It's not like official. Ever since the Free Britney campaign started, I was like, oh, they, she's not getting any of her own money. Yeah. yeah, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. But I heard that, that there's a conspiracy theory that she makes all her Etsy stuff herself. Ooh. And it's all sending a message to release her uh, Ooh, from her bondage. Like yeah. bondage. She's got a way of interacting with fans. Oh, like. baby. Especially that one tweet. I remember uh, Super Producer Anna Hosey dropped this conspiracy video tweet about Britney where she was talking about her favorite moment in Frozen. And then yeah. like one of her fans like goes to... like relating like a time she said she went to bed to that actual time code in frozen yeah. and it's like this whole thing about like they gotta let me go like, it was really interesting but then i realized let her go that let her, oh i should do a Britney, but oh, let me go let me go sorry jack i cut you off but nobody cares uh yeah nobody cares. not for that voice. i was about to say um but yeah, that that one was very intriguing for sure. It was it was she said her favorite movie was Frozen. The time she goes to bed was between eleven thirty and twelve. And then if you look between eleven thirty and twelve, she but that didn't quite make sense because that moment is not between like eleven minutes and thirty seconds and twelve minutes. So okay, Joe Rogan, we get it. Were, you're, you're, I just, know everything. I, mean, I don't buy it. it. I think I the funny thing it. though is we're more willing to invest time into stuff about Britney Spears than a cabal of worldwide predators that are trying to bring Barack Obama to power. Uh, like mm-hmm. the QAnon people. Like I have more energy for Britney shit than I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just because we've had the wool pulled over our eyes, man. About Britney, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What uh, the hell did I sign up for? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, anyway, we're so wearing this shirt. So, Marcella, <laughs> when did you wake up? 
<laughs> oh my god you mean today i don't nah sister i'm talking about when you saw through all the bullshit man and you knew oh, what was going on with I... britney spears what <laughs> huh only they could see my face while i do that <laughs> uh, well when i think goes they to can video see your point. face through the through the voice yeah voice. um all right marcella we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first yeah, we're gonna are. talk about what we're talking about today talking about the anti-mask movement that Boom. is becoming more mainstream somehow and also more extreme a man who refused to wear a mask and then shot at the police with an ak-47 we'll talk about him uh we'll talk about trump's re-election strategy of you know you can tell that things have changed because before it wasn't clear if he was going to even debate anybody when uh yeah. he didn't know who his opponent was going to be and who when he thought he was just going to kind of glide to re-election but now uh it seems like they're they're like let's get a debate every day man we we want to get out there because they know they can just start throwing haymakers uh and you know change it's called desperation you know um it could also be a good strategy though oh yeah no we'll definitely smart because they're <laughs> like if it's the, the one that makes sense if nothing happens between now and the election it's not good for him so he needs big things to happen um the da is investigating trump and his company over fraud uh something i thought we knew but apparently we did not so we'll talk about that that. was his other company right 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 uh we're gonna talk about men's warehouse and lord and taylor going out of business and all these companies that are going out of business Uh, and i'm gonna ask you guys to explain it to me we're gonna talk about celebrities moving out of america we're gonna talk about ellen Uh, All of that, plenty more. But first, Marcella, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Well, I don't know if this is revealing about who I am, but I I was watching um, probably Primer Impacto, the Spanish channel with my mom, and they had mentioned that that guy that was in Minnesota at the auto zone busting the windows the umbrella man yeah Yeah. they caught him and that he's did you guys see that yeah he's a white supremacist yeah he's a white supremacist and so i was just Uh, looking that up and he's a hell's angel he's part of the aryan Cowboys. i didn't know i just like just found this out so i was like does everybody know this? but you guys know this because you have to read every news story yeah so you guys but we haven't talked about it on the show oh you haven't talked about it yeah i think because it's like another it's like a moment where we go right that guy who we thought was so shady, who looked like they were trying to incite violence, was a white supremacist trying to incite violence. Yeah, right. but I think that it's important to talk about because it, I we all saw that video, but we didn't. I didn't. I certainly didn't see it on Twitter that he was arrested and that he was um, caught and he was a white supremacist hell's angels. And oh, it kind of blew up on. Twitter, at least I on yeah, like on activist Twitter, because everyone oh, was sort of like, "Whoa, I must, gee." I must have been know. logged off that day. Mm. I mean, it's again, but the bottom line is you got the information without being on Twitter. Uh, that's I think true. That's the You're lesson right. There you go. That we all need to learn is you don't need Twitter to learn about most of this that's shit. There are true, some things Miles. that Twitter will cover, but then we trick ourselves into doom scrolling for fucking 45 minutes straight. Yeah, it, it moves so bleed. fast. It moves so yeah. fast on Twitter that you you do miss it. So that's true. Damn. There yeah. is just, better. There's a fire hose of corroborating information for the point of view that like white supremacists are committing a lot of hate crimes and white supremacists are doing a lot of really shady shit that there's so much information that something like this, we're just like, yeah, I mean, we said that was probably the case, but like we didn't like officially announce that it had been, or at least it wasn't in our outline of like things to talk about on today's episode. But like, I don't know. It just seems like there is a big imbalance between all the, it's like the gish gallop uh, that Andrew T talks about, where it's like you have so many arguments to make to yeah. prove your that you just sound it's like all right, like, nerd, what whatever. Look yeah. at this picture right. meme. Okay, um, everybody's a white supremacist. We got it. Right. <laughs> What's new? And you're like, yeah, show. they are actually. Can we talk about that? That's kind of the problem <laughs> right. here we're talking about. Wait, and now you're checking out because you realize this? Oh, right, oh that's exactly. a problem. <laughs> We get it. Everything's white supremacy. Can I go back to whatever? Bluey? Yeah. There was a, a black man in Milwaukee who was a Trump supporter who was uh, murdered in late July. And the Republican, like Scott Walker and the local Republicans of Wisconsin are all being like, he was definitely murdered by a Democrat. Like, that's where they're at is oh, if wow. there's something that like just 
tangentially might relate to a story that like supports their point of view, they're gonna you know make those connections and just throw again just throw to. haymakers because they're you know the the facts aren't supporting their perspective. But on yeah. on the other hand, we yeah we just have so much data coming at us uh, supporting you know what the the things we're trying to tell people that we yeah. we leave stuff like yeah there's a conspiracy by white supremacists to start the riots that they're <laughs> then uh arguing uh, using as evidence uh against black lives matter yeah, uh, and in they some started cities, those the proud boys were coordinating with the police department oh yeah huh. allegedly oh, yeah. Oh. allegedly allegedly but then you see the photos and you're like the, okay so what are they the talking video about video is wild it's yeah. just like yeah you guys all right look we we want to get off. you guys we want to keep you guys safe so yeah. Uh, yeah you're good out here but just so you know like uh it's really wild uh marcel what is something you think is overrated uh i think the meme accounts you guys, I hope you guys don't follow <laughs> like meme to, accounts. Just like on IG, like beige cardigan yes, and shit like that. People yeah, people follow so many of them. And I just, as a comedian, it becomes frustrating because all they do is steal content to create like a, a huge following and they get money. And it's really frustrating for a lot of comics. And there's like, there's some meme accounts like Saint Ho that, that, that take, you know, popular ideas. They usually credit the people and then they like put a twist on it. I like that, but the people that like collect um, jokes that they see online and people like proudly share them, like it all started with the fat Jew. I'm sure you guys Mm -hmm. remember him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I just feel like people need to be reminded to like support artists and all that shit. Well, yeah, but the thing is like, I'm a curator, (laughs) you know, like, and like, that's my thing. Like their gift is the jokes and my gift is to identify that and then like aggregate that in a one place for people to enjoy that. And yeah, maybe I'm leaving out handles and like who actually wrote the joke and I'm acting like they're my ideas. But the bottom line is that's not what I was meaning to do. So anyway, by white girl, Rose, (laughs) by white girl, Rose, it's fucking lit. I'm out. That's literally the mentality. It's really frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating as a as a comic, and you. I always see people get their shit stolen, yeah. and it's, it just becomes. And we don't always see it, so I just encourage people to follow more funny, actually organic, funny people, and follow, unfollow meme accounts. It felt like there was almost like a good wave of outrage towards these accounts, like the fuck Jerry's of the yeah. world, um, like maybe a year ago when it was all kind of coming to the surface of like how they just operate and who yeah. they make ads for and how it's all bullshit. And like how they were like working with Mike Bloomberg too. Remember that shit? Oh they, yeah. They took Mike Bloomberg money being like, yo, it's lit Bloomberg. But it was this- cool because they made fun of the fact that they were taking money. So yeah, it's all it really, good guys. It was so fucking frustrating. That was crazy. Yes. Okay. We all agree. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting to see how people rationalize things like, having no creativity of their own, stealing right. other people's work, and like the gymnastics you go through to be like, nah, see, my function is not of intellectual property thief, but of uh, recontextualizing other people's work. So ba- so these accounts were replaced by somebody named Beige Cardigan, who's just like the most bland thing possible. They're like, don't look at me. I'll just blend That's, into the background. Well, Beige Cardigan's like an offshoot of the fuck Jerry empire. Got it. Yeah, they just changed cr- their name to be like, yeah, yeah this I, is less less that's noticeable. That's what's crazy to me is how connected they all are. Yeah, it's, it's like so the same weird. ten people. It's yeah. just like that's when watching that Firefest documentary too. You could see like the versions that wasn't trying to completely absolve their involvement. And you're like, oh, interesting. Like how it's just like this little office, and everybody's just kind of grinding these like stolen memes out and shit for people. The hack this. to capitalism is shamelessness. That's mm-hmm. the thing that's that makes true. you good at capitalism. And that's a fact. Until that's not the fa- that's not the truth anymore. Until like we fix something about the the system or like find a new system. Uh, yeah, that, that's gonna be we're gonna be in a kind of a fucked up situation. Um, <laughs> what is something you think is underrated, Marcella? Uh, taking a break, people. I, I feel like right now people are learning how to slow down a little bit 
and take mm. a break. I mean, I don't think you guys are. You guys have to do this fucking podcast every day. And mm. it's like you guys have to read every news story on the fucking planet. <laughs> mm. I feel like you guys need a break more than anybody else. Mm. And uh, I'm just happy that I'm taking a break. And I, I encourage everybody to take more mindful break. And I don't mean vacation, like going on a vacation. First of all, yeah, right. can't do that. But second of all, vacations are fucking exhausting. They're exhausting. Mm. Yeah. What? Do you, how do you take a break for you? Check. Mm, yeah. Mm, yummy. Talking yeah. <laughs> right at my heart. They are exhausting. Get the, get the kids in the car. I don't know if I brought the car seat. <laughs> uh, but um, wait. So how do you? Because I, I remember last time we were talking, Marcella, it was more kind of in the context of you not going up on stage and being able to do stand up and how you've sort of been realigning that way. But how? How, what's this sort of other way you're thinking of, you know, if Just you're spreading like, the gospel of t- give, taking a break? Literally pausing and like not, and, and you know, to getting off the social medias. And I don't remember if this is what I said last time. But it's just like, stop thinking that you need to be out to relax, you know, like create yeah. a sanctuary at home. And I know it's hard with kids, but there's, there's ways where um, you can kind of just chill out and, and, I just, it's funny because you guys literally read the news every day and I'm, I feel fortunate that I don't have to keep up with shit if I don't want to, you know, like going back to what we talked about with the umbrella man, it's like, I didn't know that. And I'm glad I didn't find out that the day it happened on Twitter. Sure. Cause it's yeah. like, it's just fucking exhausting. But I think, you know, for us, right. I, I'll speak personally. Like I have to, the way I can look at, pay attention to the news every day. I just have to use social media less every day now. Like yeah. that's been the trade I've realized I've had to really, really make is, I used to really engage with Twitter and other everything just to get as much information at once just from scrolling. And then I'm like, it's I'm not engaging with it the same way. I think some people and I'm not a comedian that gets just a lot of jokes out on Twitter. Right. So my feed looks a little different and the way I want to respond to my feed is a little bit different. So it really is about a trying to be able to carve out like moments of solitude for yourself, because that's really how you stay afloat. And yeah. not get sort of overwhelmed by everything is to say like, you know what? I'm actually, I like cooking or like, I like to right. chop vegetables or <laughs> I like to paint or you know what? Sometimes watering my plants feels good. Like really, it's, the thing that I've had to do is really find those moments and be like, oh shit, that actually, that thing helps me a little bit. Right. You know, it's funny guys, it for everybody listening at home, Jack is writing down copious notes right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, what it's is like, this? buy plants to <laughs> <Yeah>. water. <laughs> Cooking. Buy food for chopping. Chopping. Yes. I need chop food. I uh, I turned forty last week, uh, as we talked about on Happy yesterday's episode. To you. And I just went Happy like directly birthday. into like old guy Happy mode, birthday. where I'm like now doing crossword puzzles. That's, that's my... great. But see, that's what I'm saying is, the older you get, the more you realize like those old guys yeah. that go to the coffee shop and sit there and read their newspaper at five a.m. Yeah, you're like, exactly. oh, I get that now. You need yeah. that shit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good. I mean, yeah, release. and they, you even bought those uh, reading glasses at Rite Aid right yeah. off the rack. Put I mean, those on really the tip of my nose yes right there mm. and you're like here we go yeah and the and the crossword puzzles that i get are in a book and it's oversized print so mm. that oh, yeah, yeah, i, yeah, I yeah, can yeah, actually yeah. read the clues Even it's actually then, broken I... up into quadrants so each <laughs> each puzzle is actually four full pages even <laughs> still i think i think they're too small frankly <laughs> but uh what's I, the biggest uh, crossword can... <laughs> book you've seen someone carry because i think the biggest game book i've seen was somebody who had a phone book size sudoku wow yeah and i could not believe that someone was even like yeah i need to carry this like eight pound book around yeah best I thing i ever it. saw was the i think i've talked about it before but the guy with the mensa sudoku book oh, oh wow. yeah just letting you know <laughs> just the biggest flex he was like you know in his 60s and right uh, Probably spends half his time uh, harassing calling, Jamie. Loftus. Calling Jamie Loftus slurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, and typically, we like to ask our guests, <laughs> what, Jack "What is a myth? A break. What's something people think is true? You know, to be false, or vice versa." Yeah. Uh, but we don't do that uh, when Marcella is on. No, we I just, hate uh, it. And you yeah. know what? What's funny is you guys have some listeners that are mad right now, and they're going to send me a message about it. Yeah, I just guys, don't uh, see why. I just, don't. I don't. just, yeah. I really, well, I can't. Why does she? Come on. You know, it's funny. I used to, you know, when people 
you get smoke all the time on social media from Oof. your listeners, from random people on the right who found out about your show and want to just fucking have it out with you and your DMs on IG or whatever. But yeah, at a certain point, I really had to be like, I'm I'm not able to like live outside of my phone. Like yeah. all of this emotional energy goes into a thing I'm holding in my hand when yeah. I realize like I live my life like out in the world, like yeah. talking to neighbors. Maybe not or right my now, friends. but or you know, in the in the very sense that, you know, but like yeah. you that's that's what life actually is. Yeah. And you forget the shit starts blending with each other and you start you start thinking your life actually is what's happening on social media and like you're like it's all virtual and you're like <gasps> put the phone down because I live in this physical space where there are human beings that I interact with who know me versus like this other gamified existence or version right. of interacting called social media where there are likes and retweets and all this other stuff and I'm like, "Oh boy, I'm getting too like it gets it gets exhausting. Did I Marcelle, ever tell you guys how my brother's an internet troll? Did I ever tell you guys that story? No. no. Yeah, I mean, this is I feel like part of why because I never really went through that miles of like mm -hmm. having that realization because years ago I found out my brother was trolling people. Like he had his account that you know doesn't have his name on it, doesn't have his picture on it, and I found I found it and I was like Nick because he was he was interacting with people who were trying to troll me like conservative Republicans. And he just kind of went after them and I was noticing and I was like, what are you doing? I was like, we're at dinner right now and you're in this conversation, <laughs> but I'm reading these messages. What the right, hell? Right. We're harassing these people, but you're saying the opposite thing and on different comments. Like he'll say one belief. I like the color blue. And then down, oh, and the it's like, I hate the Yeah, I hate the color blue. And he was just like, oh, I just say literally the opposite thing people are saying just to, to make them mad. I just like to get a reaction out of people. And I was like, oh my God. My brother's yeah. an internet troll. Like and and then from that moment on, I was able to anytime someone was harassing me or saying stupid shit, I was like, Oh, is this my brother? Like what what oh, is happening? Okay. You're at dinner right now and you just want me to react to you. I was like, Yeah, that's how I saw it. Oh, he was just, trolling you? I thought he was like throwing his body in between trolls and you with his trolling. Was just, it was doing like, it all, huh? He was doing it all. That's what I'm right. saying is I was like I know you don't believe these things. Why are you saying this to people? Like, right. stop engaging. Yeah, just like, for that rush. This is just annoying me. And it wasn't even a rush because he's just sitting there at dinner, no, like, right. completely <laughs> right. deadpan, monotone, as always. And just chewing was, food, right? Yeah, right. it didn't affect him at all. He was just like, oh, it's just kind of funny how mad people get. You can, And my brother even said, if you, if you, if you um, engage with them long enough, you'll get them to contradict themselves. Right, and, and then you just be like, this you? Right, exactly. Right. And Previous, so yeah. so I learned that years, years, years ago, so that when the shit really started popping off in my life on, online and, you know, like right. Tucker, when Tucker Carlson put me on blast, I was like, uh -huh, come at me, guys. I could give yeah. a fuck less. Right. And also right. people don't know you're the wrong fucking one. Oh, I know. We're I opposites. <laughs> I, I am, I don't have time. And you like, I got every fucking second of every minute of every waking fucking hour for y'all. And I, I will really, torture your ass. The thing is, I really don't have the time, but I do have the time. But I also know you how the ability. easy it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's reflexive to, clapbacks that are devastating. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. funny because I could just kind of sit there and be like, let me think about this reaction real quick. I would really <laughs> annoy this person. <laughs> Give it a few minutes and I go back because it's like, it's the best thing because I'm, I'm so dealing, I'm so good at dealing with hecklers at a live show. And right. I'm also good at acknowledging when a heckler had like something better to say than me. I'm like, anyway, you got me on Damn, that one, but right. <laughs> <laughs> which is sometimes you'll, I don't know if you guys ever seen, but sometimes somebody will say some wild shit on Twitter, like insulting. And I'll be like, you know what? This is funny. I'm going to give you that one cowboy. <laughs> like, Cause right, right. I, I just, I have a good attitude about it, which I think is what really has helped me a lot. But anyways, I, I trolls are funny. Yeah. Miles, did you just trick Marcel into doing a myth? Is that what just happened? You just, is hey, it? I don't know. That could be a myth, that? man. I what is the myth, though? Seems, How is it? I'm trying to... I don't know. The myth like is that little... these trolls aren't just, uh, you know... These trolls ain't loyal. These... That's right. These trolls ain't loyal. Mm-hmm. Nope. But yeah, I think that's the uh, that's the thing, though. People... But they also, it's easy for people who are not like you, Marcella, who just can look at it and be like, okay, you want to play? But you're not ready to play with me. Uh, yeah. People get really, like, you know, pulled into this thing of trying to prove who they are to people that don't know yeah, them. Yeah, that's a problem. And it's like, yes. see, now you get in imaginary arguments with people that don't even exist. Like, yeah. you got an avatar in your mind. And that's just, I think that's the danger of social media, of like pulling you away from your own humanity and sort of what the value is of 
you know, true social human interaction and what that means versus like the chaos rectangle you hold in your hands that yeah. you just get stressed out for 20 minutes. I time. also don't like when people are like, don't at me, you know, and when they're really looking for a, yeah. an interaction, then they get like, <laughs> didn't I tell you not to at me? Don't it's like, at this me. is public. Like people yeah. are going to react. That's kind of what this is. Yeah. Like if you want to not be added, have a WordPress blog site with no comment section. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to have. And nobody went to. Damn, that's sad. Moment of silence. <laughs> it is what it was. You know what I mean? The old sweatpants.blogspot.com. Oh my God. <laughs> is that what it was called? The old sweatpants? The old sweatpants. He's going to look it up right now. <laughs> I have to, to make away. sure. Just to make sure it's that shit is still there. It probably didn't. because I'm going to you know, do the sound effects for you. <laughs> nah, nah, shit ain't there. They're like, sorry, bro. That that blog was trash. It wasn't even a 404. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the anti-mask movement. It just seems <laughs> like there's like some ways in which it's creeping into the mainstream a little bit. I noticed some sort of, you know, moms and dads of children in like classes my kids have been in spreading like things that were. Oh, you know, no. Yeah. Masker, anti-masker light type shit. And there was a big protest in Germany, which I had kind of uh, credited with being good about this sort of thing, where they were like, you can't tell, tell us to wear masks, basically. So I just wanted to like kind of take a step back because it does seem like, I don't know, the, like this is the direction this whole thing is headed like that. That just doesn't seem to be going away no matter how many scientific papers and, you know, panels of scientists come out and say, no masks are important. Like for some reason, they just don't seem capable of uh, letting that go. What's like the take that you're hearing from people. You're like, damn, y'all are on this shit too. Cause usually, you know, the real heavy shit is like the over the top Satan trying to mask right. you know, that stuff. But then, you see the sort of concern trolley um, yeah. angles about it of like carbon dioxide poisoning exactly. or whatever. So the the one I'm seeing from uh, parents is unmask our kids. Let's talk mom to mom. Uh, that was like a graphic that I saw people passing around. And then from Charles inhaling Coke. micro mold caused by trapped water vapor for exhalation can be harmful. Inhaling the slow buildup of CO2. Causes impaired cognition, suffocation for babies and toddlers who cannot communicate. These are all, you know, debunked. Uh, right. And they're saying our community is seeing evidence of all of these issues in children. That's not true. Okay, where's um, that evidence? Yeah, exactly. It's well, on YouTube. On- it's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... It's frightening is what it is. It is. It, like, we're just... I think we're just seeing this everywhere now that social media is a thing. Like, we're not designed to be an evidence-based species were designed to be a narrative-based one. Mm -hmm. Um, There was this, uh, on Chapo, actually, uh, Adam McKay was talking about the book Species and how the thing that separated uh, Homo sapiens from Neanderthals, like we were basically like the two competing forms of like what approximated humans. And the thing that uh, homo sapiens kept losing battles but then they would come back with more and more people and eventually like overwhelm the neanderthals and the idea is basically that they were able to get people to believe in these narratives and like get on board with whatever the war cause was um and that is like our defining feature is like our gullibility essentially and our ability to like believe oh, to in a narrative up. to get mm-hmm. charged up by a narrative so it's not anything to do with the truth it's just that we believe in stories that's like our defining feature as a species i feel like um, you just explained my most recent breakup i just really believed in stories it was really <laughs> just what a dumb bitch thanks for that read jack it really really hit me hard on that one yikes okay sorry I was, why did but, i believe that was his ferrari <laughs> it had an avis sticker on the window <laughs> He said she was just a friend. Um, right. Helping him through his last breakup. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's why they're still close. 
But it's, it's just, I mean, it's just it, yeah. funny because you're right. I agree. I fully agree with you. That is totally right. It's scary as fuck how much we just we take people yeah. for face value. I mean, it's hard for me, too, because I was just talking to a friend because I'm like too honest. I'm too truthful to the point that people don't believe me when I tell the truth. And I have found that very fascinating because most people don't just lie, but they believe their lies or, you know, they 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 just spread so much nonsense that when you are telling the truth or you're providing facts or, you know, you're showing shit with science, people are like, I don't know. I just, uh, it doesn't feel like it makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't even know how to fucking deal with this shit because I have have a family member who's anti-mask and it's like, she really, she talks in circles. And it's exhausting. It's It's exhausting. It's the troll thing. It's just, you can't. And these people have children. Yes. Yeah, that's. I think the other thing, though, too, it's like this level of exhaustion people get because, like, on one level, we're willing to say, like, yeah, this is a, this is something biology and science is going to take the lead on in figuring right. out because we are flesh and blood humans, and that's just the arena we're in. The science yeah. is going to have to solve this. It's not about like, oh, well, if I fucking cock my fist back far enough in a right aid. Oh my god, I was just aroused. You guys should have seen what I seen. He put his fist up <laughs> to the oh, camera. Wow. You. So like there's this other thing where it's just so much tidier an explanation to just yeah. say the cure is already out there and they're just keeping us from that with all these masks and shit. Because right. X, Y, and Z. And it's so much easier than to say I'm completely out of control right. in this instance. I have zero fucking control over this. Yeah. What I do have control over is my outlook on things and these other so the things you do have control over it's like yeah fuck it i'm gonna get charged up off this if i put a mask on i will poison myself even though there have been countless doctors medical experts uh respiratory specialists who have been like i'm gonna hook myself up to a blood oxygen reading like machine with a mask on and i'm gonna walk for a long time so you can see what my like my oxygen levels are and they will never go in anything out below 98% mm-hmm. ever. This is not going to happen. You will see me do this because I'm trying to show y'all because you believe this other thing. And again, that doesn't work because these people are like, I'm tired of being at home. I'm tired of not like working. I'm tired of being broke. There's all kinds of stressors building on people that yeah. they aren't able to articulate, I think, also. So it's so much easier to be like, fuck the government yeah. and these masks when it should be like, my employer won't give me health insurance and I have like other kids that I'm worried about getting an education. But it's easy it's, to put all that shit into the this other tidy thing of the master fucking us up, blah, blah, blah. And it's and I, I get it on one level, but it's it's dark and it's dangerous because there's yeah, a lot of real energy out there. It's also because I think that the I think that's the extreme of people that are so frustrated that they're angry and that they believe this bullshit. I think there's the other group of people that they don't know how to just and this is common for a lot of people. They don't know how to say, I don't know. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's happening as opposed to, you know, holding on to these extremes. I mean, that's what's fucked up. I mean, that's that's big part of the problem with a lot of issues is that people don't know how to admit that they don't know. Yeah. And it's okay yeah. not to know. I think this has been like our most common underrated that guests have come on to say is that or just basically make normalizing saying you don't know. Yeah, it's true. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think there's we don't want to be one part of a system. That's yeah. as Americans in particular, we don't want to be uh like we're we're just I think too much of our uh self evaluation our self-value it comes from the idea that we're um somehow special because that's Mm -hmm. what like american identity is based around and Mm -hmm. so you know what like these ideas are it's not like some genius is some somewhere picking the perfect idea to appeal to mothers and realizing like that telling them that their motherly intuition knows what's best for their kids instead of scientists like and that these are all things that they secretly suspected and hoped were true. Like they, it's just that there's a million ideas being put out. And the one that is most successful at like clinging on to those desires of mothers is the one that gets spread virally. Like literally it's like a thought virus that is being spread. The most effective one is going to eventually like take over. And that's kind of what like the social media, like I, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, we as long as we have social media and we're fucked. Nobody who's responsible 
uh, acting as a gatekeeper on like what yeah. gets spread. It's just going to be ideas that people wish were true rather than the truth. Like, yeah, because Twitter's starting to look like the first grade schoolyard. And there's, yeah. a third, oh, yeah. and there's a third grader telling them some bullshit they all believe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's and it ends there. It's like, yeah, great. I mean, what Mark said, you know what I mean? Like, if you, uh, you know, if, if you look at this thing too long, like, you'll go blind. Da, 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 da. Like, don't touch your penis or you'll go. Like, it's like all this weird. <laughs> it's just like pseudoscience shit that like you, you know, like, because that's what it feels like when you're a kid. Like, the lame shit you believe is the gospel right, truth right. because someone's slightly Santa, older Santa than Claus. you. Santa Claus. Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. God. Truth so, fairy. <laughs> the truth fairy so i think now like with social media it's sort of the same environment where you have a, a receptive audience somebody just sprinkles that in and there's no one there to be like yo someone needs uh, it's just a lot of energy now like how do you get somebody to look at something differently when they're already so receptive to anything because we're fa- like people have just been failed to, or people have failed to understand what's going on i'm, I'm also yeah i'm also shocked that like people it's it's you a you go to a doctor's office if you get surgery they're in masks if you if you travel people more masks in other places i mean one of the weirdest conversations i don't know if i mentioned this last time one of the weirdest conversations i ever had when i was i was um working in tokyo with another comedian and he saw a bunch of people in masks and he his reaction was like if they're so scared to leave the house that they need to wear a mask why don't they just stay home and i was like what if they have something and they're trying not to spread it and like I had yeah, that's what it is. And, and that was the thing was I was like, I've never even had that thought. I've never even had to defend someone wearing a mask. And that was my my initial reaction. And I, I guess I, I right. always think back to that moment of like, why did he see the, that that way? And why did I see it this way? And right. and that's really how I see it sometimes where it's like some people just are incapable of looking at shit in different ways. You, you, you just see it the one way and that's it. Yeah. Right. The it's sort, fucking yeah. weird. The whole yeah. idea that scientists are trying to get people to understand is that it's source control, that you'd be tr- protecting other people if because you might have already caught it and might be asymptomatic. The time yeah. when they change from being like masks should be worn if available to everybody needs to wear masks is when they realized asymptomatic people are spreading this disease. You might have it and not realize it. But that requires people to... Like, it's just so incongruous to the version of reality that Americans are the, the like I'm special a lack I'm of empathy, not yeah. part of well, the system. You know, yeah. we're, we're fed a very tailored diet of bullshit stories about the country too. That makes everyone, if you're not critical, you'd be like, yeah, America's like the coolest place where, uh, yeah. like white people just prosper and nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> right. Like really, you know, I think you're not raised, learning what the foundations of this country are in terms of that it's built off of, you know, chattel slavery and uh, like using this forced labor to create the foundations economically to create this like amazing country or that it was completely stolen from indigenous people and that we've systematically made it so it's impossible for these groups to now flourish in this new version of America. So it's and then on top of it, the country doesn't know the kind of destruction or war that many other countries have had brought to their doorstep. So there's this idea that America will never know like we'll never know foreign troops on our streets. We'll never know bombed out buildings from a, like an invading army or anything like that. But it's it's woven into the histories of many other countries. Like yeah. even if you're English, you know about the Blitz and you know that people had to go underground because the bombs, the bombings were so wild that that's just what it was. That became the day-to-day of that country. The people in Japan know you can get an atomic bomb dropped on you. Right. Or any, like it's that sort of strife is just so abstract to Americans that the second there's something like that, it just become the, it just uh, it becomes a circus. Yeah, like there's just not that ability. I don't know why to say okay, we need to hold tight. But again, I think because of the mentality of America is so individualistic that yeah, something like wearing a mask to consider the safety of another person is just like antithetical to this whole idea we have of what it means to be American. Yeah, I've been saying that like we need to publicize the fact that the flu shot is not for you. It's for like saving the lives of old people and uh, babies that you're around uh, because like I feel like that's an underrepresented thing. Like you might have the flu and be spreading it and not really be sick. Like so the people who are like, I haven't had the flu in years like and so I don't get the flu shot are actually 
you know, that's a thing you're saying that's incredibly selfish. I've been saying like that needs to be the publicity campaign because that like actually makes it seem like more heroic to get a flu shot than not to. But I, I now think like that's not like that wouldn't work in America. It's about it's it's anything that is seen as weakness and not strength is immediately rejected. So having empathy is weakness. Wearing a mask is weakness. You know, yeah. saying having to get a flu shot is weakness because then you can't be like, I got the most brolic immune system on fucking earth, bro. Come at me. Like, yeah. I'll eat biohazardous waste and be chill the next day. Like, it's that <laughs> idea. So, like, to somebody, because myself, I was like that too uh, yeah. until I got schooled and I was like, yeah, you know what? I do need to get this flu shot. And I was thinking more in this very individualistically. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm right. good. Yeah. I'm good. Rather than what's my, what's my responsibility to other people in my community? What's my, but that's a, that's a thought most people, it'd be interesting. I'm curious how many Americans would ever say, now what's my responsibility to the others in my community? Yeah. Like that's a very, when you have a leader that's always talking about himself in a way that makes him seem like, and he, I hear is a fucked up thing. He achieved what he achieved being completely selfish, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and throwing people under a bus shameless and yeah. yeah, And, and exploiting people and, and fucking people over and he proved that you can achieve the greatest title in in America by being a selfish piece of shit. So that's right. what sucks is like we can sit here and talk about this shit all day, but a lot of the motherfuckers, examples are yes, the examples yeah. are there. That's what they and they love him. That's why they love him. They're like, fuck it, I can fucking be selfish as fuck if I want to and get away with it and be president yeah. and be rich and have a hot wife, like and be best. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and and he's proving that you you can be successful by being selfish. That's what's fucked. Like we can talk about this all day, but that's, that's the real fuckery here. And I think maybe the other side of that coin to what you're saying, Marcella, is that if he's that example and now we're seeing how poorly he's performing because science is clearly against him and is, is actually the, the reasonable argument in all of this, that it's doubly a threat to those people. Cause like, well, what the fuck? I just thought I could do whatever the fuck I want. But and can't. now there's all this mask shit what the fuck? Mm, yeah, fuck but, that's, like, but that's the thing that they are getting away with it because there are people that aren't seeing people around them die or anyone they love die. So like they, they will, they will not be hindered in their perspective unless, and that's what's fucked. Right. Cause we see like people having white, these white people in Texas having parties and then their family die, like 13 family members die. And it's like, Oh shit, maybe we were wrong. Like it, that's what it's taking for some people, which is yeah. bonkers the terrible yeah terrible but, price to pay for that lesson right but just, it's still yeah. it's still not happening everywhere and that's what's crazy about the florida shit right They're, they were mimicking our president and now we're seeing the repercussions of that and so i hope i hope that they change their mind but will they he's still he's still doing not terrible in the numbers in the polls. yeah he, his approval and disapproval are uh he, his approval's going up and disapproval going down like very slightly and he's still not where any presidential candidate would want to be but it's still mm-hmm. shocking to me that he's anything but like <laughs> like 40 points underwater um yeah. given how how badly he's fucked up that's how but again narratives right yeah. right to your point in narratives that, yeah. that means 40 percent of the country is all in on this yep. narrative of white supremacy and cultural dominance yeah. and it's again it's it's the fourth quarter how and, all in are they miles huh? they're so all in to the point that they will uh shoot at cops with an ak-47 oh, yeah and shoot at a uh, yeah. store owner who asks them to wear a mask with a handgun um yeah. that's what one man did in pennsylvania bethlehem pennsylvania uh another thing they're all in on uh some of the anti-mask people are wearing fake masks that don't prevent them from spreading germs but just will get people off their back and they're like, see, nobody like stops us from wearing it. It's all compliance. It's not about prevention. They're using the fact that they are going out of their way to do like an aggressively sociopathic thing as evidence that the mask people are wrong somehow. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, yeah when that's I, how far when you I go. Sh- when I shoplift, it's definitely the store's fault. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for right. sure. Oh, I mean, uh, their LP protocols were all fucked up, man. Uh, loss prevention for the <laughs> for the amateurs for the there. rookies yeah back to that guy in bethlehem pa who started licking shots at a store owner because he stole he's like T- put your mask on you can't be in here he's like fuck that took two cigars and when the guy came after him he like shot a shot in the air and a couple of the guy at the employee and he ran off 
the cops found him. The thing that's wild more than anything also is that this white man busted, started clapping a, a AK-47 at the police and he just got shot in his legs and his butt and is alive. Mm. He were, that's they y- were like, that's the homie. Yeah, right. that's but anything that's like another part. There's so many layers. I'm looking at this like there's this mask thing. There's this other part of imagine a person of color even pulling out an AK anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that like this man deserved to be killed or whatever. But just look at I, I could not imagine the difference of discipline of where you were shooting somebody that somehow this man was not hitting any of his vital organs. But, you know, all that to say is that this pandemic is also just creating so much more chaos than we can actually see. <laughs> yeah. Like the stressors, not to like excuse what any of these people do anywhere, but I know the stress is so real for so many people right. and it's very, very intense and existential. And it all depends on what the prism you're looking for. You can take that to some terrible, destructive place that is dangerous to the community. You can take another place to try and figure it's, it's just, it, it like the guy that decapitated his landlord. Yeah, with a samurai sword. I mean, Jesus. I mean, a lot of these are like kind of stories that you'd feel like you'd see here and there, like throughout the year. But right, right. coming all out of Florida, say, but it's happening yeah, across right. the country. But I think you know that's the other reason why the response to this pandemic is so essential because there's another X factor of the the like how everyone is taking this and how yeah. they're yeah. processing the stress because uh, many people are looking up and saying oh i'm i'm in the hands of a government that does not care whether or not i can put food on my table or stay in my home the um yeah just one thing as a as media consumers it's worth looking at how this guy is being covered because immediately the story came out uh, his lawyer said uh but he had gone through a divorce and he had lost his job and he's immediately being humanized that's another way that it's yeah. different from how it would be if this story was person of color doing that it would none of those factors would be oh, yeah. brought and up both, by the media it might be yeah. brought up by his lawyer but that certainly wouldn't be part of the story that was being right. published on the washington post both of john was killed in his own apartment and they said oh he was smoking weed. he was smoking weed yeah. yeah um the and then uh just in terms of uh people you know they're the anti-mask people are putting out uh all these macros so we're gonna put some links in the footnotes Footnote. that have a some good facts that people could use to make their own macros about why masks work that are just like very basic. Uh, uh, that come on, y'all. Let's let's make some let's make some macros. Yeah. Educate the uh, the people. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're going to skip over the fact that Trump is being investigated and that he's trying to debate and fix his campaign strategy because tired of uh, shitting on your day. Some some of your listeners are like, no, come on. I want to hear <laughs> it. What's your thoughts Give it to on it? All right, all right, kids. Tune in for the, the later suffering. show. <laughs> um, and also, we're going to skip over uh, the oh. companies that are going out of business. Oh. And we're going to get right to Zac Efron fucking oh off my God. in Australia, baby. I mean, they're doing the thing I think a lot of us wish we could do. Yeah. yeah. Like, do I have enough money? I can just smoke bomb the fuck out of here right yeah. now and completely yeah. give up on what it means to live here and like any part I could play potentially in writing the ship of this country or whatever. But there's... um. It seems like, you know, we talked, I think, in one of the trending episodes how uh, Rita Williams and Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, I'm sorry, Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks got their, like, honorary Greek citizenship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, are they they trying to bounce some Oh, yeah, they are. There's, like, other, there's some other people, like, living in other parts of Europe. It seems like people have their ways to try and escape and live in their own sort of bubble of wealth, et cetera. They they were trying to escape when people found out about Chet, though. I had nothing to do with the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if... Imagine that conversation when he's like, hey, so we're going to be Greek citizens? And they're like... Uh, we're like, gonna be Greek citizens. I want to be no fake ass Greek citizen. No, me a real Jamaican. No, from Trenchtown. Chat, chat. Yeah, mom. Me not trying to air you. Air you. You getting me vexed? No, mom. You getting me vexed? Chat, honey, honey, slow down. No, honey, mom. <laughs> no, honey, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, right now, 
Uh, the newest thing is that there's, according to sources, which I just believe is Zac Efron's childhood friend that he's hired as his assistant, yeah. right. uh, is saying that Zac is about to list his house in LA and move to Byron Bay in Australia full fucking time. And wow. I'm not really interested more in that Zac Efron is going there, but more of like watching where the wealthy and influential are like kind of at the rate at which they begin to flee the country if they are. Um, or how many people are just taking these like COVID vacations to be right. like, I don't know, like right now it's such a mess. Like I'm just going to go to Byron Bay where I think Chris Hemsworth or one of the Hemsworths lives and just do my thing there. But I don't know. I mean, there it's, must it, be something in the water where the Hemsworths were raised, right? Those guys are. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, from a real estate standpoint, it's got to be smart to sell now and then buy when the market is really fucked. That's, right. what, that's what I think his <laughs> right, plan right, right. is. He's like, I've been trying to sell this shit. Right. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to get out now. I'll have to sit out. on a fat ass little check and then come back to a depressed market. Who knows? Do we have any but, evidence of other celebrities besides Zach and Tom and, and Rita? Chet? There was some other person in this article who, you know, I'm just old and ignorant, so I'm not sure who they are, but uh, Miss Fame. Miss Fame? You know who that is? Yeah. Miss Fame is in Switzerland. Uh -huh. Who is Miss Fame? No clue. <laughs> Jack's a really good improviser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this fame. Uh-huh. She's the best. Oh, was it? Oh, drag queen. Okay. Won season seven I mean, of RuPaul's like Drag it, Race. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like a... Yeah, Miss queen. Fame was never someone who was like... Their name was Jennifer Fame. Right. <laughs> like, they're, 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 they're an entity. So, Miss Fame apparently is in Switzerland. So, mm. you know, people do, do their thing. I don't know. Mm. I just think it's like one of those things I've... I think about, I'm like, how bad could it act? I mean, like, I know it can get bad. I, yeah. I, I believe this country is capable of anything, okay? <laughs> Absolutely anything. And we can do it just as bad as any of those other places we go sure. and say I mean, we're we trying invented to spread democracy it. to. Yeah, we invented yeah. it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like always thinking of like, yeah, what? Uh, well, we'll see. I guess I have to wait and see. 2020 could be a big year. Mm. Uh, well, it says here, Ellen is in her feelings uh, oh, boy. about... The uh, about people telling the truth about what was going on behind the scenes uh, of the friendly, fun loving Ellen show. Uh, yeah, yeah. We saw that. You, we got. We talked about like the letter, or we referenced a letter in one of the episodes where she was sort of like, you know, that is not how I wanted this show to be. Right, right. And like, I've then I've messed up. In fact, that, that's what happened. Right. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Wow. And now that I know. You you got my word on it uh, that this will this will not be as racist, still racist, just not as racist, and still and, and slightly less hostile. She sounds um, like she sounds like the principal of a, a school that's full of racist teachers. She's like, oh, it wasn't right. me. <laughs> what? It was them? Mm. Hold on, hold on. Mister Clanface is racist. <laughs> Miles, you're Clanface. on fire today. <laughs> uh, what happened? What happened? I mean, I th he said those were teardrops on tattooed on his face, and I realize now though that is a lynching scene. Okay, mm -hmm. so in that sense, I failed the students. I mean, the way she even now, there's a source right talking to Us Weekly. Right, like, so she's big mad, big mad about all this. Her wage <laughs> slaves fucking talking all this shit behind her back. It says, "quote Again, this is from a source, but I, just when I read this, I believe it's Ellen DeGeneres herself." Uh, speaking through a publicist, Portia. this is she is pissed that people have come forward to share these negative stories about her and feels betrayed, and she feels like a quote target because of her success. Mm. She knows she can be tough at times, but believes she works hard and is extremely creative, and that it's a privilege to work for her and be around her. Okay, we saw so her I last mean... special. She's not extremely creative. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the, who says it's a privilege to work for her? That's someone who's so shook. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, or has a, a gun at their head by from Ellen being like, oh. I mean, <laughs> we all hate our jobs at some point, you know, you know, and, and like the the people around us are either make it better or worse. And the right. bosses mm -hmm. are usually shitheads. That's that's right. pretty common. I mean, that's the thing is that there are workplace dynamics that. We see, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, following your dreams or stuck in corporate America. The workplace dynamics mm -hmm. are fucking pretty much the same. So why yeah. HR exists. 
right? But mm. when you have someone that is so fucking notorious for being nice and kind, it's like it, the shit gets tricky. It gets tricky to right. like expose because you see your coworkers are not saying anything and, and you're like having those little secret meetings. And, right, right, right. But you don't know who's willing to risk it because everybody knows in, in Hollywood, if you fucking make a claim about somebody, that shit could turn around and bite you in the ass. Yeah, and whether you cut it's true to you're or not. not working forever. Exactly. Basically. Right. And so it's it's all that shit. And I, you're right though. The language in in some of her statements, it's like, ooh, bitch, you are fucking living on Ellen Island. Like, mm, it's right. it's just weird because she really has created a bubble for herself. And that's, you know, the also the guilt and and the blame to some of her staff. She's definitely they're like there's like one showrunner who has some kind of allegations against them that they've not acknowledged publicly, but privately they're like, yeah, that dude's about to resign pretty soon. And it's just like, oh, that's how they're handling it. He's ass grabbing uh, and shit. There's like this one eyewitness account of how the show was from Australia. This guy who like works on the Australia, uh, like today show equivalent was had like first Ellen was supposed to like co-host the show. And then they just kept like backing out until it was like a, a softball interview with Ellen for like 15 minutes. But he was like, he was just like, first of all, they told me you can't look at Ellen. You can't speak to Ellen. Like don't even acknowledge Ellen's, you know, presence when she's around you. And then the other detail that I really liked was, uh, he said they had to stop the taping multiple times because her executive producers were laughing so loudly at all of her jokes that like oh. it was interrupting the it was interrupting the filming and uh also it sounds like my audition tape when I was trying out for this gig with you. What do you oh, mean? Geez. When I was like ah! Jack, come on. <laughs> Don't do Tokyo Tony like that. Rob Kardashian's going through it. <laughs> Shameless. Perfect for capitalism. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I see that. That's my problem. I do the fine, ro- fine tightrope walk of shameless because that's why I was a terrible car salesman. Mm. I could not lie enough to get a car off the fucking lot. The people that were k- crushing it, they tell anybody whatever the fuck they had to do to get a deal done. Me, I just go for low stakes ego strokes. <laughs> That's why Jack loves you. I know. I'm just, uh, I'm just you said mad. Uh, Jack, man, say that other one that you said earlier. <laughs> I'm just mad because no one's given me a show and I've been mean to everybody for years. <laughs> I'm like, Soon enough. It. I know now they're going to be like, see, that what we need are people who are upfront about their meanness. I know. Well, but also. Yeah. Think but Marcella, it. you're not mean. Like you just. I mean, but the just, thing is, is that some people you have, really you're a good person. right. But what I'm saying is, yeah. some people find my manner to be very aggressive and intimidating yeah, yeah, and harsh, and that it, it upsets people because they'd rather have their shit sugarcoated. Like with Ellen, that's what the other. Think about someone like Terry Crews. Everybody loved him because he's so nice. He's so nice. He's so down. Now he's this big name, huge following, and he's spewing the most ignorant, most ignorant shit. That's actually very hateful rhetoric. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like that's what that's the problem with. And I I talked about this on the last episode. The the character versus demeanor, nice and mean. Like people put too much on what people. But what people's um, your outward, yeah, your yeah, body, your demeanor, yeah, yeah, who you are on the outside. Even you know, if it, when every time I say like I'm so mean, somebody online is, and somebody who I've met once is like, but Marcella, when I met you, you were so kind to me. You gave me advice, and it's like, guys, yeah, I'm trying to prove to you that people are multifaceted. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's too much that any success that you have, especially when you're young, because how old was she when she fucking got success? She was pretty fucking young. She was in her youthful twenties. Yeah, and it's yeah like, for comedy. That's like yeah, that's like being a wonderkind, huh? Yeah, and and it's like basically unheard of at this point because people are like mm, in a few years, and and even now we still have some people that they get shit from comedy and and you watch their shit and you're like this isn't good at all, but they have a huge following, <laughs> right? You right. know, and then they're telling people not to wear masks, and then the whole shit just gets fucked over. Like that's yeah. it's like why you gotta like it has to be more than just people who are kind. I hate that. I hate when. I see shit online where, oh my God, this person was so sweet to work with. She was so kind. It's like, but was she talented though? Did you hire her for, th- for the right reasons? Right. I, yeah. It drives me bonkers. That's mm. the same thing though with why a lot of people that are like, you know, I hear this a lot, especially like being like, man, I, I remember when Republicans were just like smiling racists. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And at the difference being is like, it was more comfortable to be somebody who smiled in your face while stabbing you all in your fucking yeah, back from exactly. 900 angles 
But now it's like, you know what? We don't have, this is the shit we need to just get out. Like, get, yeah, this is what it is. You are, this is, this is your character, not your demeanor. And you can't be phased by all this smiling and nonsense. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll see what, ha- how far you think Ellen's going to go? She's going to fully smoke bomb the fuck out of there? Or, I mean, because she's got enough dough. Like, she yeah, could she just, she really could money. just buy her own fucking whatever. The latest statement is that she's gonna do the show like out of spite. It sounds like she's like, "I'll show them, I'll show them mean." She's gonna uh, go to Byron Bay in Australia with Zac Efron, right, 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 start a show. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see like what that show looks like if she does come back. Um, she's gonna start crying like that she did with those dogs. Oh, <gasps> the wow. dogs and the cats. Yeah, I'm what nice. What about humans? What about children? Anybody that cries about animals in public, I'm like, girl, mm-mm. I'm like, do you? Come on, pull up for humans, too. Yeah. Pull up for humans, pull <laughs> up for humans please. It's but, weird. Uh, well, Ellen, I, 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 you know, you got you got plenty of money, so don't feel like you got to do the spite show. Because I would, but part of me, in, if, this, if we're writing the movie, right, Ellen comes back and she's mask off asshole Ellen. Right. So, but she's doing the same bits, but her energy's all fucked up. So she's got like the newest viral sensation from social media, some kids who she's like going to give a check to or some shit. Right. And she's like, yeah, so what? How did you do all that shit with the dancing? I'm just <laughs> really, I'm just, real right, impressive. I'm just, you know what? I was going to give y'all a check, but y'all are fucking whack, man. I'm done. All right. I'm just thinking so about see tomorrow. Portia de Rossi. Anybody who can pull a bitch that looks like that, you know they're lying through their teeth. They're full <laughs> of shit. Full of shit. That that woman is beautiful and talented. Mm. When did you, you how, how long have you been writing for Portia de Rossi? Since Ali McBeal? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What? You not? <laughs> I'm curious because I love Portia de Rossi. I'm not joking. When you said that, I'm like, I was in love with Portia de Rossi the second I saw her. I mean, Alley yeah, McBeal. I like her Ali McBeal. She's dope. And then and Arrested then Development. Arrested, of course. But I'm saying my my heart was a flutter from those Fox Damn. days with her. That's because you thought she Peter was McNichol. straight, huh? You were like, look at that straight white lady. Oh, yeah. I mean, shout out to my homegirls. No, like some of my first crushes were like my gay best friends. And <laughs> that's I was like, adorable. damn, though. I'm like, yo, but she knows everything about the Lakers. I'm like, <laughs> that's my homegirl. She's an aggressive woman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, she was gay. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Funny. That's funny. I have a trick. You know what's funny? I have a trick when I watch sports with men. You know, I just, I just kind of like backwards repeat what they just said. Oh, man. oh, right back. He's like, right. they're like, oh man, he t- should have took that shot. I'm like, right? I think he should have. T- yeah, he should have took that shot. He always does it. Yeah, he do always do that. <laughs> and they're just like, do oh, we know shit. a lot about sports? I'm like, and they're no. looking at you like, damn, man, Marcella just spits straight. It's facts, really bro. funny. So I fuck with her. And as soon as I see the little hearts in their eyes, I'm like, dude, I haven't said shit this whole time. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't do the trickery, motherfucker. I'm just mirroring. Yeah, it's really. I have not said anything different. It's really funny. Sorry, dude. Uh, Marcella, as always. Such a pleasure it's having over? you. It's over. <laughs> Wait. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? At MarcellaComedy.com. That's all. Everything is okay. at Marcella. I'm sorry. I'm not like in a great mood. I did just went, go through a heartbreak. So. Wait, you were legit? Went through yeah. a, a breakup? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Like right see, befo- that's- literally right before this. No. So yeah. when you said really? that, when you're talking about the stories, that's what you were. You were really that was, was real life yeah, IRL. Was oh my IRL. god. Oh, Marcella. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm sorry yeah, if I wasn't funny that. enough. No, you were. You were very funny. I had it. I wouldn't know. I honestly was like, maybe that happened a long time ago because she's still Marcella. No, I was like, damn. Mm. No, because when but, he said that, I was like, oh my god, that's like <laughs> oh, me shit. and this idiot. Wow. That's why when he oh, said, that, I was shit. really like. Wow, 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 wow. I did not read stories. Is there a tweet or some other work of oh, social yeah. media you've been enjoying? Um at Dante Powell recently t- tweeted, if you're not calling Terry Cruz Jim Crow, Jim is spelled G Y M. Jim Crow, you wasting your time. That <laughs> has been made me making me laugh for a hot minute. Uh that is good. Miles, where can people find you and what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Miles of Gray. Also, the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexander. Just talking shit about 90 Day Fiance. Uh, yes, Jack doesn't shit. follow me on Twitter. I assume it's because he has a crush on me. So I'm just going to let mm. it slide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that does, true? Uh, I don't follow does, you. Does uh, Crack Daddy follow you? At Crack Daddy. <laughs> my my <laughs> troll <laughs> account. Yeah, his troll. If you got that one and the avatar is just a big bulging tricep muscle, Ooh. Uh, then that's, yeah, that's, that's an instant follow back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. That show, let's see, a tweet that I like. 
uh, comes from, you know, it was funny. We were just talking about Andrew T. And it just, I just like the honesty of his tweet. Uh, he said, got into and then lost a fight with a bird today. Uh, and I just, and I just need to, oh, and another one is from um, at Posadis Trap God. The tweet is, New Yorkers be like, the South is so racist while chilling at a boutique coffee shop that precipitated the eviction of a whole ass black neighborhood. <laughs> wow. That's accurate. Oh. Oh. Uh, you Jack, can find where me can on we Twitter. find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, let me see here. Jack, do you have a Champ funny tweet tweeted, you... replace Sorry. Ellen with Nicole Byer or fuck off, which I agree oh, with. Oh, yeah. Actually, just get Marcellin DeGeneres. Marcellin yeah. DeGeneres. I would thrive during daytime. Yeah. Like, actually do, like, the mean shit, but, like, legit. Not like Lisa Lampanelli, just evilness. Like, you got yours. Like, I'm, I just spit fat facts. And I if mean, I don't like it, I'm going to let you know. What's funny is when I interview people, I can usually get them to, like, say some real shit. It's really funny. I don't know why people don't hire me, but it is what it is. They need to. Shut up, Jack. MCIA. You don't even follow me on Twitter, you fucking logical liar. <laughs> you your story. I see you. <laughs> it's over. Samantha Ruddy tweeted, it feels like some people don't realize that if you die in the pandemic, you die in real life. Oh, that was uh, funny. And then Shit. Diane Arby's <laughs> tweeted, I've spent my whole life chasing the high of a scholastic book fair. Um, oh, wow. Oh, That's the man. smell of those little... Mm, them dusty-ass red cases opening oh, up to a man. store yeah. in your parking lot. And the little, like, wiry uh, spinning bookshelf mm-hmm. yeah. for the paperbacks. As you, exactly. Oh, as you as you sweat all over posters of Danny Tartable and Bobby Bonilla. And I'm like, we're a, we're the we're a Dodgers market. Why do we have Mets posters in our section of the Galactic Book? Oh, fuck it. One of my first culturally related uh, identities was guy who read all, like, the first 200 Hardy Boys books. <laughs> that was, like, my shit. Sounds about right. It checks out. <laughs> so whack. What an evolution you've had. Uh, yes. Uh, still kind of define myself by that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on today? This is a track called Max Lush, and it's the artist is God Tet, but it's actually God Regas. Uh, and if you, you know, I've played a couple of uh, songs from God Regas before in the past. If, I think he produced a lot of the t- songs on the last Sample of the Great uh, album. Mm. Uh, and this track is called Max Lush, and it's just very, I don't know, it's just lush mm. instrumental music. I was gonna Again, guess that. it's always, it's always on some sample based shit, you know what I mean? But it has some nice odd meter. It's like going in like 4 3. And it's, you know, check it out. If you like the little rhythms uh, and nice soundscapes, just put this on and nod your head. And relax go easy take a break as marcella is saying you know what i mean just honestly whatever it is anything that that gets puts your mind in another place and you're like kind of going out of body really be aware of those kinds of activities because those are the kinds of things you should engage in more be easy sudoku not even mensa do like spike tv sudoku or (laughs) the dumbest sudoku you can find right 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 the answer is bar rescue for every (laughs) question All right, guys. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.